I remember the first time I ever walked into a boxing gym. Bass St. Patrick's. I was 19 years old. My brother Colin had taken me in there. Um, I've got a book to write, so I won't give you all the details, too many details, but I'll just give you little bits and bobs of the tales. I went in there, and back in them days, it didn't matter what you had on. Nine out of ten of the trainers and coaches would just say, do you want a little spa? Just to have a little look and see what you were doing. But I was a bit of a... Um, I won't say obnoxious or belligerent, but I, I knew my own mind. And um, my idea of um, boxing, it all came from the Rocky films. So as far as I was concerned, anybody who wanted to um, have me as a, a boxer, if they're my trainer, they've got to be like Mickey, the little blonde fella. So anyway, next thing you know, I said to him, well, look, do me a favour, mate, don't treat me like that. Terry O'Neill it was, good fella, nice fella. One of the former, um, I think he was... Um, I was the main man at Bass St. Patrick's for many years. Um, very, very well respected within the um, boxing, amateur boxing industry. I think he was part of the Commonwealth setup and everything. Anyway, I'd gone down to St. Patrick's with my brother and um, there were two guys sparring and these guys were England internationals, Tony Massey and Henry Wharton. So I'd never known, I never knew nothing from nothing, but as far as we were concerned, if somebody can fight, they can fight. You look a man in the eye, you can tell whether he's got something. And um, when I looked, um, I looked Tony Massey in the eye, and no disrespect, but I didn't see what I expected to see. I looked Henry Wharton in the eye, and I saw a mirror image. And I don't mean to be funny. Um, ironically, it works out that me and Henry are born on exactly the same day, one year apart. We were both born on the 23rd of November. Anyway, I looked at him, and I saw something in him. I saw tough toughness in him. And um, we're both Sagittarians, but there's two, two types of Sagittarian. There's the loud, brash one, and there's the humble, menacing one who really gets on with it. And Henry is one of them humble, menacing ones who really get on with it, you know what I mean? Whereas I was just a bit loud and brash. Still competent, I don't, I don't knock myself in that respect, but um, just a bit gobby and a bit flashy, and I think that's, to a degree, covered up a lot of insecurities within the boxing trade, because I've only just come, I'd only just come into it. So as far as I was concerned, you had to have a bit of brash, a bit of mouth, confidence, but you needed to learn how to do the job. Anyway, um, I didn't mind being, with all due respect and no disrespect to any of the other guys in there, I saw Henry Wharton as um, a pace setter. You know what I mean? He was the one in, right in the lead. And you know something? He's a sort, anybody goes into any gym, what you want to do is you want to see who's the best in the gym. Whoever's the best in the gym, try and get on their coattails and drag yourself along, drag yourself along. Because if they're improving, you're improving. That's why, and that's why I thought, I thought, I'll tell you what, that Henry, that Henry Wharton, He's all right, him, he's good. So you know what, you know what? I'm sticking near him. At the end of the day, if he's good, I'm gonna be good. If he can hit, I'm gonna hit. You know what I mean? And you know something? We had some fantastic spars in that gym, me and Henry. Even to the point where Mickey Duff ended up turning around and making sure that we didn't spar. Because according to him, we was gonna ruin each other. And all it was, was stabbing good spars. You know what I mean? Um, the kid could hit, so you had to hit him back. Anyway, that was the beginning of it. And I had my first fight. For St. Patrick's, I'm sure they tried to set me up, you know, just to see if I were a gobby fella. I had my first fight within, I'd like to say within three months of um, stepping into the gym. And it was a lead select versus a Dublin select. And I was in the um, Queen's Hotel and they ended up running me out of the changing room because I was farting, I was that nervous, I was farting, farting and stinking the place out. I was crapping myself, I'd never had a fair fight in my life. You know what I mean? Um, and now I was expecting to go in with some fella with airs on his legs um, and some leather on his hands and just have a fight. And I thought, oof, well, this is it. Um, 
if chances are, if I get chinned here tonight, Tom Dick and Harry's gonna come come out of the woodwork and wanna fight me on the street. So I thought, you know what it is, I've got to make sure you've got to send a message. And a lot of the boxers, the, if, they're, if they're honest, I'm sure they'll turn around and say that some of their performances stop assholes approaching them on the street. Because if you go in the ring and you put up a good fight, nine out of ten of the people in the crowd will think to themselves, mm, it's a bit tasty, that fella, I'll leave him. But if you get flogged and that, that's when they start putting out the chest and maybe want to challenge you in the pub after two pints. Um, obviously, if you're a twat, you're going to get people coming at you anyway. But if you're an half-decent fella, um, chances are, if you can fight and you can hit, they'll leave you alone, they'll let you get on with your career. Anyway, I was absolutely crapping myself. Um, Peter something you were called. It was a Gicciacci or something like that. Irish name, I don't know where that come from, but it was Irish-Italian. Anyway, my first fight, and I went out there, and I whacked him with a left hook. I gave him a couple of jabs and that, and I thought, ooh, I think I've got him. And I gave him a left hook, and he dropped. Um, knockout, bang. And I was just stood in the centre of the ring, and I just didn't know what happened, because I, I, was, I was a bit like Bruno, to be fair. Didn't know what had happened. I've hit him. What do I do now? Get in the corner. No point going in the corner. He's not getting up. Get in the corner. I can't go. Listen, you best look after that guy, because I've just whacked him, and he's gone and stayed gone. Anyway, first round knockout, and that's what happened with my first four fights as an amateur. Four first round knockouts, and um, we'll get to that anyway. Um, the first, the first fight that I had, where I actually went the distance, was against a guy called Steve McHorn or McMahon from I think he was from Hull. Anyway, that night myself and Colin were boxing at Memworth Hill Air Base. So, if anybody ever asks me if I'm boxing in America, I'm saying yeah, because as far as um, anybody's concerned and everybody's concerned, Memworth Hill is American property. Um, it's in Harrogate that air base and it's classed as American property. Anyway, I went there and I was supposed to box, I, initially I was supposed to box a guy called, um, I think I was supposed to box a guy called Tim Robinson, but they ended up, I think they'd got the names and the weights mixed up. So anyway, when this Steve McMahon thought he were fighting our Colin, oh, he were focusing, he were, he were focusing, he were um, psyching himself up, this, that and the other. And then when they swapped it over and they realised that they changed the weights and he were boxing me, who'd only had four, um, four and going for me fifth. The guy got confident like he was going to beat me up and that he would go walking around with his chest out, this, that and the other. And I thought, I'll tell you what, mate, why are you you're taking advantage of me there? You know what I mean? It's like you're looking at me like I'm easy. Anyway, so anyway, I chinned him anyway. I chinned him in the third round and um, I actually thought he's going to go the distance because I didn't realise that his arm had trapped in the... Um, his arm had trapped in the ropes and were holding up, holding him up. So I was just dropping some more licks on him, um, and, it, and the referee didn't realise really as well. But it wasn't until he wasn't going nowhere and he wasn't going down, he was still getting beat, that the referee turned around and jumped in and stopped it. So in my five first five fights as an amateur, I had four first round knockouts and the third round stoppage. I was quite pleased, but I just didn't know how to throw a right hand, and that ended up the story of my career um, because I'd shown an adept left hook. They didn't really develop my right hand. And as much as I begged certain people to turn around and help me learn how to throw a right hand, they were like, listen, that left hook will do the business. Your left hand will do the business. Anyway, we'll go, we'll come again. Hopefully you've enjoyed that and hopefully we can talk some more about um, my, my boxing because I've had some laughs and that being about. Um, and I'll get back to you. This is Nick Manners signing off. I'll see you again. Bye bye.